you very much, and uh, welcome to everyone. I won't click off of this because if I move around or move it, then it goes off. I think if I go to a different website too, maybe it stops things. Um, oh, so if you go out of the window or close the screen, it stops. Yeah, I'm thinking so. I'm thinking some websites I can go to, but if a website has something with like a video that pops up, then I think it. it oh stops. yeah, because a lot of times phones can only will only play one source of audio or video at a time. Crazy. Well, I'll get my computer next time. But um, yeah, I made a, a video or an audio uh, the other day where I just went through Cameo, like who's like everyone who what the prices are for everyone, and that was kind of <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. So we can do that sometime. But yeah, I, I bought a Cameo uh, the other day. <laughs> oh, who'd you get? Shawnee Smith. Oh, uh, who's that? She's like from. Um, the Blob and Who's Harry Crumb, um, the teenage helper in Who's Harry Crumb, and um, from like the Saw movies. Okay, um, pretty, I, pretty good deal. It was only thirty bucks. I mean, it's a ripoff, but I mean, thirty bucks as opposed to like how so many other people are a lot. Oh yeah, some of them get kind of pricey. Yeah, check this out, man, Larry. I'll name some people. Uh, Larry from Three's Company. What do you think? Richard Klein. Hmm. Uh, Okay. Like 50 would be reasonable, but I have a feeling he probably charges more. So I'm going to say 115. I think it's just 100. Um, But yeah, like... That's fucking classic. It's like, uh, I think it's because maybe the fans are older and they have more money and he needs it. Or, you know, I don't know. He he wants if, it to be working. It. If he can get it, get it, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing, dude. <laughs> get it. Like, I hate on nobody trying to get their, uh, get their grift on, get, it's you know, trying to a little bit of uh, scratch. Hell, I'm trying to figure if I get... Hey guys, if anybody wants to pay me a hundred dollars to say something, <laughs> well, I think I've been on TV for like fifteen hours myself. You know, like talking. You know, all the different things combined. So I'm almost. I I wrote to them and said, "Can I have you one?" But like uh, American Idol, uh, what's his name? William Hung, the guy that just kind of sung poorly. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's definitely on there. He does like calls you know so they have the cameo calls too where then people just talk and you can hear them talk you know like in a, in a phone call oh, um wow. so yeah his he was promoting one of those today so it's an interesting um it's an interesting apparatus um oh for sure you know i i, I, I i'm kind of wondering why everyone like i'm sure there's like unlisted cameos and things but like uh, Brian Cox, his his you know his famous actor, he it popped up on my thing, and he's in Succession, he's in uh, all sorts of different movies and shows, and his is two hundred and seventy five dollars. Oh damn! So you'd think you know he gets probably like a couple hundred thousand or over a million sometimes for a movie, but if he does maybe twenty of these a week. Like the only thing is, I'm wondering how do they really like keep the energy up and not like 
I don't. Well, I don't necessarily think the people that are charging like I, like Brian Cox, he probably doesn't get more than like I don't know. I would say on the the high end, maybe ten a week. Okay, so then he's getting like extra three grand. I was like, "Hello, I'm Brian Cox, and thank you for being my." Cameraman. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I don't, I don't see like a lot of them. Just uh, yeah, I don't. And even the the dude, the perfect strangers dude. Like, I mean, I don't see him getting. I mean, a hundred bucks isn't bad, so he he may get a few more. Yeah, but I mean, whatever he gets from like. Uh... All the shit from the TV show, I don't think it's on as much, so he doesn't get as much probably anymore. But like, oh yeah, uh, the royalties aren't yeah, coming royalties. in as fast. So this probably replaces a lot of that stuff because let's just say he does six a week. That's you know you could probably pay his rent with that. Um, hi, I'm Larry. I played Larry Dallas. Yeah. Hi, I'm Richard Klein and. Oh yeah, Jack. He, uh, the, you know, John Ritter. Oh, he was such a joy to work with. And uh, uh, Terry. Yeah, I got along with Terry. You know, I just like what kind of fucking. I wonder how classic to see. I, I I do look at the other videos and stuff, but um, uh, yeah. I mean, and I could totally be wrong, like wrong, because I mean, people are willing to pay for weird shit. Where that I'm like, okay. You know, I mean, look at OnlyFans and, and stuff. Yeah, so. I haven't even gotten into that, but that seems so crazy, man. Yeah, um, they, yeah, and they've been flip flopping, scaring all of the, uh, scaring all the porn stars, all the, uh, the women flicking their bean to pay rent. Yeah, they're gonna keep them on there because it's gonna make more money for everyone if they keep porn on there. And uh, yeah, this is great. Uh, well, I think anchored anchor is is really, uh, this always had, was a button on there. I didn't know I could press, but um, yeah, the this it's this seems like uh, it's probably a better option than you know the like we were trying last time. Yeah, it didn't record right. Right. Um, so now what I'll do is I'll try to interview. So for all the listeners out there. I've interviewed the children of the corn three actor Garvin Funches, but you had poor audio for that. So I might try to contact him again. I might try to do uh, some other things. I can do some commentaries. I think with this um, seems like there's not as many movie news stories uh, now as there had been. Um, well- all anyone is is talking about is the project as how how poor Shang Chi and the Eternals are projected to do. They're gonna do poorly. I, I don't feel any uh, real energy for them, other than you know the oh no the movie. People, I, you know. <laughs> their movies all seem to be made by committee now, and so there's no real spark or like soul in most of the projects i feel yeah like i feel like there's just something kind of empty about it um i've enjoyed the drama behind everything more than i've actually enjoyed oh yeah those projects like the drama is way more entertaining and fun like listening about why people are mad at star wars and and disney and just uh just how i love it 
yeah it's been pretty interesting last six it makes years, me happy and... that everyone is, is like so mad about a bunch of dumb shit <laughs> it is so interesting man it's like i've almost started watching these videos of people being mad about the stuff more than the actual thing yeah um, i do you know it's yeah i'm because those people are you're witnessing like like to i mean to some extent there's some showmanship there but you're witnessing real feelings and emotion, you know? Yeah. And it's Which, like these people really thought that the movie business would, uh, like, stop messaging and and stop doing all their, you know, social justice stuff in, in the movies. And, and they're, they're reacting, you know? <laughs> and it's, and like, uh, and it just makes everyone mad that they're pretending like they just invented diversity and they're trying to pretend like nothing was ever diverse before when there was diversity and they're like, there's just a void of creativity. Like instead of the old IPs that they're just redoing, like why don't they take that same story and create a new character and, and put it out there instead of like that, that's where it gets me where I'm just like, man, write your own story. Like if it's a cool enough idea, so stupid yeah and mark bernardine's one of the more uh, uh annoying people he's he used to write for entertainment then he started doing some writing for star trek uh discovery other shows he's like a, so much of a leftist with kevin smith or supposedly and um what, it, what did he say uh, it, i don't even know i yeah. don't know what happened to kevin smith man me neither but- he, he he uses kevin smith to fund his first short film because Kevin Smith praises every idea that Mark Bernardine says, even though they all suck. And then he said, uh, Oh yeah, I'm going to make my first short film. And then he got crowdfunded by all the stupid fans that watch Kevin Smith every week. And he's crowdfunding a story that he's literally stealing from the estate of Rod Serling, like literally stealing a Twilight Zone episode. And because he's black and because he has social justice that he wants to put in it. It's fine. And I don't think the Serling estate cares because it's a, you know, it's not going to be a, you know, I don't have the power to go tell them, but they, they would care if they knew. It's just no one cares who Mark Bernardine is. So, but this is the kind right. of stuff that's just like, it's, it's flailing around being like, oh yeah, look at me, look at me. I care about social justice and I'm a, 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 a I'm socially, uh, my because of my race or my background, you have to listen to me. <laughs> it's just craziness, and um, I'm not a big fan of this Aquafina. I know that she's in um, Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah. She, I feel she's a nun acting, no good acting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen her in anything, but also, like, I don't fully watch a lot of newer stuff yeah it's a stupid name and you know what she said is uh i think ron howard was gonna make a movie about a chinese person and she like had a fucking like you know a fit like literally a fit if you look on her twitter posted about it (laughs) and if and it's not really acting if only a person of that thing is playing whatever it is like So crazy. You're so right. My mama said that so many times too. 
if you're doing this now, you'd be like, oh, no, you're not giving an opportunity to the, the one-handed person that wants to act. And like, oh, I can act but like I don't have one hand. But this person really doesn't have a hand. And you're not being nice to them. <laughs> and they're black. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah, it's it's gone... Uh... No, it's it's gone kind of uh, kind of bonkers. I feel yeah, it's crazy. You know, you got Barry Jenkins, Jordan Peele, and a couple of these other filmmakers. I I know what they were like. I met Barry Jenkins. My sister knows him years ago, and they weren't like this years ago. They were just trying to get their opportunity to make movies. They weren't throwing social justice around every minute. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know. liked uh, Get Out the Jordan oh, yeah. Peele movie. Yeah, that, like, that, that was okay. Weird. Like so I don't know if he's being weird now. I haven't really been keeping up with him, but he said something about um who can make what about what, you know, like we're trying to do that thing again. Like oh, uh, okay. The yeah. uh but yeah. it doesn't it, it doesn't surprise me anytime uh <laughs> yeah. Like there's so many people that I I really enjoy what they uh, have made artistically, and then just the more you find out about them, you're like, oh man, I just wish I hadn't known. Yeah, totally weird. Uh, he like I don't want to know what the people making the things that I like are really. You know, like yeah, I don't want to realize that now too. And as I'm listening to some of the commentaries and things that they make about the things I like, I realize they don't even, they don't even know what they did. No, what they, they did. did. They don't. Yeah. They, if they did it again, they probably wouldn't make it. They probably wouldn't make it as it was. It's just God or something else. Uh, I love the movie Ghost World, and I was listening to the commentary for that, and it's almost like, uh, you know, I don't know how they threw the movie yeah. together and it came out, you know? It sounded really out to lunch. <laughs> The uh, it's so funny. The uh, like, I'm not the huge, huge, the biggest Scarlett Johansson fan, but I really liked Ghost World. Yeah, that era of her was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, uh, she's got she's got some balls suing Disney. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I know that some parts of Disney are uh, supporting her, but this new CEO that was appointed. He's just basically uh, uh, Bob Chapek or Bob Iger. Yeah, Bob Chapek. And then how, what's his name? Alan Horn fired uh, James Gunn. And then Alan Horn, you haven't even heard anything from anymore. So I think Alan Horn, they kind of put to pasture after that stupid idea. And then um, Bob Chapek is just there as like the whipping boy. I swear he's done so many things that that once is what I think the main guy he got tipped off about the pandemic and resigned and then he put Chapek in to do everything that's unpopular and then he comes in behind the scenes and says oh no Chapek's wrong about this Chapek's right it's like it's a very strange uh way of going about it right now and I'm sure that they yeah yeah like because one of the dudes uh, I can't remember which one whether it's Chapek or I I Iger. I think it's Chapek because it's like cheap because he's known for being like r- super cheap and he's been yeah. mostly in charge of the parks. 
Yeah, and he just cut the parts in half, you know, just fucking cut. Yeah, and I hear, uh, like, I watch, uh, one of the YouTube channels I watch is Clownfish TV, and they report on the the state of Disney, like, the parks and things like that. Like, uh, I always find that interesting. Uh, I've always thought that the the Disney parks were a little bit uh, over, or a little bit too expensive and overrated, and so sometimes... I don't know, just hearing about that aspect, it's just kind of fascinating sometimes. But they're yeah, pricing so people are they're pricing normal yeah. people out. Like, right now, normal people can't go to the parks. They've done that, like, almost intentionally. It's like, get rid of all the poor people that work there, only have a certain amount of them, overwork them, and then the people that used to go to the parks and, like, be able to relate to the uh, workers aren't even there. There, um, there's all these different people on Facebook that have, you know, been fired and they're trying to just like make money in Florida and they can't. And um, but then you have the loyal, rich Disney fans that are always gonna go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're they're getting their passes back and they're like chomping at the bit to get their passes back. I just think that that's so strange. I it? Yeah, I don't get it. Especially, like, adults that don't have kids. It's basically, it's not, I mean, I've heard so many different things that it's like a mind control deal, but now they really are into that deal, I think, because they're wanting to go there even though they know this park didn't do right by their employees. They don't care about yeah. the common people. Well, <laughs> they just want to go, you know? Disney is kind of uh, kind of evil. Yeah, they are. It's very strange. <laughs> like, a lot of these elements of like I don't PR want to get on any kind of radar, but they're like if you look into the history of the company and yeah, like Walt and stuff, like I'm just like, geez, like how I mean, how are look people at all still the different? Yeah, all the different PR and the agencies that work with them, and that they're all evil. You know, it's like I love this business, so it would be great to be really successful in it, but. There's so much devil shit going on. And yeah, um, it's like, and it makes me feel like, I mean, I don't like this is hokey talking, but it like, it makes me feel like there's some kind of weird spell put out on everybody. And I'm like, how are you all not seeing this? Oh, I know, man. It's really true. It's It's so true. It's Um, like, there's some, is magic real? Are you all under some sort of glamour spell? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and and yet, like all kinds of good, wholesome people, just like keep on shoveling money at them. It's crazy. Um, have you seen Suicide Squad? The the new no, I hear good things about it, but I uh, I don't uh, I don't have HBO Max and. Oh, maybe I can link, or I don't know how I can do it. But yeah, I I have HBO Max. I'll probably stop it after, uh, I think after the Sopranos movie starts in October. I think that starts in a couple weeks. But they'll put uh, Clint Eastwood's movie on it. And I'm sure Clint Eastwood would rather people go to the theaters to see it. But I think I'll keep it. Does HBO Max remove stuff? Yes, every. Like they're they're liars, kind of. They're like say, oh, you can watch it as many times okay. as you want. But after thirty days, it's gone. So oh, okay, so it's sort of like HBO, the channel. 
Not really. Uh, it really has very little, very few. Well, Warner a lot Brothers of movies, movies on it. By that, what what I mean by that is like the movies. A lot of movies only have a shelf, certain shelf life. Yeah, it has exclusivity okay, okay. windows. At I thought there'd be so many more <laughs> Warner Brothers movies and and. Do they Real keep the TV but... shows on permanently to watch? I think so. I think so. Okay, because I because uh, I, I want to. Uh, I actually like Titans and uh, Young Justice and DC shows that are only on HBO Max. Yeah, those are there. Uh, so I kind of want to get it just for that. Um, but I need to. I need to cancel my Netflix. Like I'm tired. Like. Oh my God! The Cowboy Bebop disaster that that uh, they got on their plate now. Um, wow! I don't, that I don't need a. I don't need their live action Cowboy Bebop. Like I have Cowboy Bebop, how the original. Dare they do that? It and like the actress playing uh, Faye Valentine is like, oh, she has such a nasty attitude. I should have clicked on that. I saw a story about that. Who who is it, she? Oh my god! I don't know who she is. She's some. She's just some chick, uh, some actress in Hollywood. Um, and I don't like, what like everyone was like, "Oh man, the outfit looks nothing like Faye. Like the color schemes aren't even right." And she took that to mean everyone was making fun of her for being too short and not having gigantic boobs. And so she goes to Instagram and being like, "I'm sorry, I'm not." you know, six foot tall with double D breasts. And like, that wasn't even the point. No one no. was talking about her or how she looked like it, everyone was just bitching about the costume. Not Don't you her. Think that, that was fake or it was like, um, okay. The, the reaction was real, but her response was like a PR, uh, you know, like, I feel like, I mean, I saw her reaction. I feel like that is, uh, I feel like that's her personality. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, it. I feel like that's her personality. Um, why is Netflix doing uh, such bad programming? Like, um, it, you know, if I just name all these shows they make, Outer Banks, just trash. Uh, yeah, I the never one watched with, I Yeah, that one. the one with Jane Fonda and uh, Lily Tomlin. It was never good. And it, Oh, uh, Frankie and Gracie? Yeah, I mean, I like the I mean, the concept of it, but then it really fell fell apart. Oh, they, uh, yeah, it's they pull in so much money. Like the house is actually uh, the producer's house. Like the house they film in oh, wow. is the producer, uh, and so uh, like there's a replica of the producer's house on the soundstage whenever they do the uh, like like it's crazy. Because uh, it's apparently the same lady, the the person that that did it is the same one that did Friends, apparently. Oh, Marta Bright uh, Crane or something. Um, yeah, it's a lady. Yeah, I, I don't think. know how Netflix got this uh, standing that it has, but everyone's it, watching it all the time. You know, it's that's just this thing I want to avoid as much as I can. Um, I almost never watch it. Like, so that's why I'm like, man, Netflix keeps fucking up. Like their version of things that, like, I like Cobra Kai. Uh, yeah. So I think 
like I don't know. I'm gonna look and see when the the new season is, but I think I'm only gonna uh, watch it for Cobra Kai. I'm gonna cancel it like before and after maybe. Like, uh, so I'm gonna cancel Netflix and I'll probably pick up uh, HBO Max at least for um, uh, you know to catch up on yeah. some of the uh, the HBO Max originals the, that that um, like. Uh, the, these up? people that these people that get everything for free or that can hack into things and get all these things, I really like uh, want to know more how they do that. I see this one YouTuber he's able to find almost every movie and this, but he must be watching everything on his computer. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I know. Like, uh, you can catch a lot of viruses. <laughs> like, there's a yeah. bunch of sites where you can. Because I used to stream a lot of uh, current shows. Like, I used to torrent a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, and then pop-ups would happen and all this stuff. Yeah, well, oh. like I had a computer. My computer like ended up crashing on me. Um, but I think it's because I was downloading programs also like, wow. like, uh, like Photoshop and stuff. Cause apparently those are where the like nasty shit hide. Like, like if you're going to illegally down something, you know, if you're going to pirate something, keep it to movies and, uh, music. Okay. Like, like if you're going to pirate uh programs a lot of uh those apparently uh that's where where the nasty viruses uh live at more often um right. uh, but james gunn he he made those weird postings and jokes i don't know what he really does in real life <laughs> right. he doesn't do um I'm, he got canceled and then uncanceled. He got canceled and uncanceled. So whoever he's doing this stuff with, they 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 vouch for him and this. But I, I swear to God, this movie is one of the best movies ever made, and it's amazing. And I I'm so disappointed. I think that there's must be elements in Warner Brothers and this evil villain British woman Anne Sarnoff is. Uh, killing the box office to build HBO Max. I don't know how many people really watched it. I don't think they say less than Mortal Kombat watched uh, Suicide Squad. So they figured out a way to just lose hundreds of millions of dollars on it. But it's like they fucked up on the name. I don't know. know? They fucked up on the name because everyone like they should have named it Suicide Squad 2 or like uh i don't know giving it some other like like maybe a task force x you know yeah, no, it's so sad to think that uh in the like, 50s uh, that, that, oh. that, that it would turn into this you know the name would turn on such a big uh negativity but they should have known in the 50s that suicide would become an increased issue in society um <laughs> well no because the suicide the suicide the other suicide squad movie sucked like oh yeah, everyone. and then and, and then also, also everyone also just kind of <laughs> you know. I mean, the the movie sucked. Yeah, the the twenty sixteen one kills it. But then let's say yeah. that one didn't happen. I don't think it's the right time to be putting out this movie like with that in the title. Like I don't think anyone's interested in that 
five years after a bad movie called Suicide Squad. You know, it's it's a double edged deal. It's like yeah, uh, they yeah. could have named it Suicide Squad Two or like coded something out like yeah, the next mission or whatever. Yeah. Mission that movie made a lot of money, but people were mad that they went and saw it. Like that's the kind of thing. Those, those Transformers movies make a lot of money, but then the one of the last ones didn't make any money because everyone was finally like, uh, oh, "Oh, you took my money and movie. I don't want it." Yeah, like Bumblebee was the best Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, and so then fun. no one wanted to see it because they they like yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so like when you get it's a lot. It's a trouble sometimes. Yeah. It. It um yeah because the people think growth as as in it's good when you know they really just snookered a lot of people into going and seeing something. Yeah, like, and that, I tried to watch that one uh five years ago when it came out. I just couldn't stand uh, the beginning of. I guess that would be the suit. Wait, what am I? The the twenty sixteen one. I'm confused now. Okay, the David Ayer one. Yes. And he did so bad at Comic-Con when you really think about it. Uh, his, If you go back and look at his whole thing, oh, Marvel, they do things good, but what DC does is villains. We need to, we do villains the best. And if you look at that movie, it's like, he's not even understanding what Suicide Squad is. It's not a bunch of villains. It's like these people are, are, bad but then they're doing heroic things I, I he got really confused and james gunn has like a really good understanding of the history of the suicide squad and the rick flag character there's like stuff that refers to uh his b- background and i just cannot believe how good did, it was uh, did you try to you since you have hbo max you probably have it did you watch that uh suicide squad episode of Justice League Unlimited that I suggested. No, I haven't seen that yet. I, I, I wish oh, I'm not it, at home right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Task Force X. Like because oh, they couldn't great, they couldn't call it Suicide Squad because it was a kids show, but uh, like basically Amanda Waller and uh, Rick Flag and Deadshot and uh. Anyway, they anyway they put together the Suicide Squad to go break into the Justice League's watchtower, and so mm-hmm. they do the whole episode through the point of view of the villains. It's like it's awesome. Uh, oh, so yeah, great. Check, yeah. A- anything out. regarding uh, the original Suicide Squad and the different it's such they're such fun comics. The uh, the first four or five years of it, and then it it's gone into crazy direction since, but. Um, I, the characters are really good. I don't know, man. It, it, it it's got to be one of my favorites of all time. Um, I was shocked, but I, I wasn't really that shocked. I, I knew I would like it, but um, uh, yeah, I, did you? I'm uh, just kind of confused. Is is he a is he a bad guy? I don't care no as much. James Gunn, you can go do your thing all you want. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Did you read the? Were you like? I, were you? Did you read the Suicide Squad comics before? Yeah. No, I got it after. Um, I'm trying to remember now. I think I've had the comic a couple days after I saw the movie. Okay. Cool. cool. Somewhere like that. Uh, 
but so I love, you, uh, yeah. You, so you went back and read, uh, read a bunch of, uh, the older yeah. stuff after that's cool, man. Uh, anything to, uh, get people into the, uh, comics, especially the older ones. Yeah, I have a whole collection of Swamp Thing. I have a whole collection of Martian Manhunter, and a whole collection. Oh, cool! Like the uh, Alan Moore Swamp Things. Yeah, and I like yeah, them, but are... I don't like them as much as Suicide Squad. There's always so much complicated stuff going on. Uh, oh yeah, no, Swamp the Thing. Alan Moore one is very like it. It's different. Like it's very cinematic and yeah. Like, I clearly don't like have it. every issue either. These um these things are selected issues, so I'm like. I don't know. I like having all these collections, but I don't, I know that I'm not having every issue or, you know, right. Um, but so, um, um, so James Gunn did a, like a live tweeting of suicide squad the other day. So if you do see it, um, go to all of his tweets from like two days ago. And, um, he has quite a lot of information and reveals some interesting things about, um, some of the like what happens to the characters and um they do a really good job in the movie it's like i don't okay there's the famous movie the basketball diaries and uh, a guy jim carroll was like a, a artist a poet a, a musician and and he uh had this song in basketball diaries that these are people who died died it was like a famous song in the 90s um so I, Suicide Squad acquired that song and I don't know, I really wanted to, like these people to research what they had to do to negotiate or how much money they gave the Jim Carroll estate because he's dead now. But like, that's a fucking crazy way to put the like credit sequence together and, and to use this like Jim Carroll song that if anyone knows what the song is, it's like, it's just crazy. Uh, um and so then James Gunn's like a girlfriend in real life. She has like a a role in it, and just the interactions with Amanda Waller and if she should get nominated for the movie. Um, uh, and, Davis, yeah, yeah, Viola Davis, yeah. Um, he should be nominated for best director. Um, like if he's not, it's a I don't know understand what people are thinking. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the it's a it's amazing. I kind of just wish I could uh, start it again. I, it was having tech. See, there's a problem. HBO Max having some technical difficulties last night. I got angry, and because um, <laughs> I keep stopping the movie sometimes in the middle of it. Just it stopped it in the middle for me, and I, I wanted to watch the whole thing. But um, the girl that plays Ratcatcher, she's uh, does great in it. And this is probably Idris Elba's best uh, best role in his best movie so far. Okay. Um, so he's never really had a hit yet, though. So this is a another flop for him. Uh, um, the uh, I mean, people love the Luther show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you get that, I was gonna try. To, I want to try to do a commentary for it. Um, because, I mean, the, the movie, they spent so much on it. It has the biggest sets ever built. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, they clearly were making this movie. Um, and then 
the HBO Max AT&T thing happened and then AT&T probably said fuck what you guys are doing <laughs> like oh. we're we're going to stop what you're doing because I think like Dude. midway through production it stopped for a while. I don't, I don't know what the fuck happened with this. AT&T movie. and Warner Brothers like that whole thing has been <clears throat> uh like a complete and utter disaster. Yeah. Uh, that's because the, I've been end. watching what it's been doing to the comic book industry. Oh, like, cause it's, it's completely ruining um, Marvel and DC comics. Uh, and because those companies don't care about the comic books. Like they really only want a few of the IP so they can for the for the movie and merchandise rights. Because Batman sells T-shirts Superman sells t-shirts, Spider-Man sells t-shirts. And so they don't really care about the comics. They don't care. They barely care about the movies, you know, because AT&T is a phone company. Like, that's why, <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. It's so weird, it's, man. It's, and um, Sarnoff is so villainous. I don't know what... It, like, when i i worked for a reality tv show like i'm not gonna say where or whatever like just uh, i'm not for sure what ndas are still in effect or whatever but i worked at a for the production office of a reality of a production company that made reality tv shows uh before the pandemic and one of the rumors i heard around the office uh, by one of the PAs that I completely dismissed. I was like, oh, you're crazy. That's just stupid, man. Um, like this, the, one of the other PAs was there. We were talking about Marvel and DC Comics and they were like, yeah, AT&T doesn't want DC Comics uh, anymore. Like they don't really want any of it. They're, 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 they're like, there's been offers on the table. They've been trying to get rid of it. So apparently, you know, and now they finally unloaded everything to discovery. And, and so, discovery so I was like, Oh my God. Like they weren't <laughs> like, like, so what the, the other PA had said, I'm like, damn, maybe it was true. Like, cause he actually said that they were trying to, at one point unload uh, the DC friend, the DC comics, like and everything to, uh, to Disney at one point. Yeah, that makes so much sense, man. It and Paramount that would probably officially result in the monopoly. So I don't think it would go through, which is why I think everything is now going to uh, discover media. You know how it should happen is that Paramount or some idiot should acquire all the DC shit, and then they'll fail, and then Disney will get them cheaply. Because that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to bleed Paramount dry. They've taken Indiana Jones from them. Uh, uh, didn't didn't Amazon just buy Paramount? Yeah, uh, Amazon bought MGM. MGM, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Amazon just bought MGM, which is yeah. fortunate because they just acquired the rights to the Lord of the Rings stuff, which is uh, all under. MGM. Yeah, I don't really know what MG what they what their plan is. Otherwise, they're just putting some random it, MGM movies on Amazon Prime that I already own. You know, it's like uh, yeah, MGM movie from the eighties and nineties is on there now. It's um, just more 
crap for them to throw on Amazon on Prime Video to get people to pay for free shipping every month. Man, this is a really uh, bleak business. <laughs> like, um, it's, so, it's so weird. Like, I've been, um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Comicsgate, like the, yeah. uh, the supposed hate group. Like, they're not a hate group, like, which is funny to me because, uh, like, I pay attention to some of the people that are making comics because I appreciate the entrepreneurial, uh, like, spirit. You know, like yeah. indie creators, like Kevin Eastman and Peter Peter Laird are like two of my heroes, man. The the creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like yeah. they are one of the most successful and beloved uh, independent comic like IPs ever. You know, how did they stay independent? It's so weird. And well, they're uh, Viacom actually owns the Turtles now, like. Yeah. Uh, Nick- you know Nickelodeon but they I mean you know what they built it to uh you know they just had a hit on it uh the the comics were amazing the cartoons were fun like they created characters that were easily adaptable into different versions that you could still enjoy yeah it, it first amazing. and so I love that type of spirit and like, unfortunately for, like, you know, because the SJWs and, like, not to hate on that group or whatever, but, like, they don't like the Comicscape people, but, and I don't really understand why, like, because they're the only people that are trying to create new and original things. Yeah, it's crazy, man. They, what makes my dog? Oh, I don't know. I really loved uh, watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one again. What Dude, a great it's, movie! It's such a good movie. The uh, like it has every like most everything that I actually like about live action action movies is like like stuntmen, like fun costumes, like a good story. It uh, like oh. I don't like the the way. Uh, movies are have gone to the CGI fight scenes. Like that's one of yeah. the reasons I don't like most of the Marvel movies is because CGI fight scene. Well, how were these last two Turtles movies? They were all CGI. Oh, I didn't watch them. Yeah, I didn't watch the two new tur- Turtles movies. They were so horrible. I heard. Yeah. Um, put this bed back. Oh shoot. Um. Yeah, I gotta stop it in a minute. I think. Um. Let's see. I, I like the actor that did uh, Splinter and how he oh, told uh, a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just um, how do they fight in the costumes like that? How did they do that? It's it's impressive. That's one of the things about that movie that I like is that it's impressive. Yeah. That they had people in those costumes doing those those moving and movements and the fight choreography is good. Oh, great. It, it doesn't make sense actually when I, um, as I'm watching them, I'll probably watch all of them again. Cause they're all on um, HBO max. I got to use that more than I'm going to pay for it. Um, oh, cool. Oh, the, the, those turtles movies are on HBO max. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure at least one and two. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, 
I started watching the, three on accident, and I enjoyed it. So I got to watch it oh, from the beginning. To... Okay, as an adult, uh, one and three are my favorite. Like three got better as an adult, especially yeah. after I I got into the comics and realized that they go time traveling in the comics a lot. Oh, that's cool. I, I don't read. Yeah, this yeah. Thing. And, and so I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of adapted from a few comic stories. Whereas the second movie, as much as I loved it for a kid, it's a total kid's movie. It doesn't hold up as an adult. Like it's it's with the vanilla ice thing. It's just so dated. Um, yeah, I remember and, seeing that one in theater. So see it again. But, uh, uh, it but yeah, one in cool. three are are awesome. Uh, two, I don't, you know, I don't, it has its place in nostalgia, but if, if we're talking critically, <laughs> like it's, uh, it doesn't hold up as well I like as this with her and, uh, with April and that April, I, I, uh, I, I used to really watch all my children. So that was a really big deal when, um, April was, uh, um, because Paige Turco was on All My Children. She was like this really, it was a big deal like uh, for me to see her in a, in a big movie. But I feel oh, that. Uh, uh, she was, she's the one that came in after Judith Hogue? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So she's cool. I mean, I, I, I always liked her. Um, but That's Judith cool, Hogue yeah. is so different, you know. It's just bizarre. Oh, he- yeah, I oh man, I love Judith in the first one, man. Uh she uh supposed like I've seen some interviews where she talks about it. Like she didn't want to do the second one because she felt like uh it lost a lot of the heart that the first one had. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Like because uh, there was a huge out like parent outcry bef- like yeah. for the second one like uh, so if you notice when you watch it the turtles never use their weapons yeah and they're doing a lot more it's like and so stuff, it, uh... it turned into kind of a like slapsticky where you know whereas the first one is actually kind of a serious movie like it's a very the fun it's crazy man the first one's got a lot of like batman one <laughs> flavor with the media you know and and so the second one was very slapsticky very like very it was it skewed very young and uh i think that's where she was like i liked the first the the way the direction the first one was going better and then they sort of aged it back up a little bit with the third one yeah she she went on to be in a series of Disney Channel movies called like Halloween Town. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I'm interested <laughs> are, to see them. I haven't watched it, but because I'm, you know, it's a little too old for Halloween Town. Yeah. But I've, you know, like uh, it. I've heard the kids love Halloween Town. Yeah, I'd like to watch them because uh, I like her and see what other stuff she was in. Um, oh yeah, and no. Uh, that's good. Let's see. Um, well, this is at 48 minutes. Uh, this has been our, our first episode. I'm going to hit uh, uh, finish recording, I think, just because I think it cuts off in a minute or two. I'm going to cut it off ahead of time. Okay. And now yeah, I'll, no, I'll this was a, was a fun This is a fun episode. We'll have to... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I could talk to you for a second after. Let me just hit 
Uh, let me see what how this works. Hold on one second. Okay.